beat them if they number one, then now we number one, according to rankings. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out of the top 25, because we still hungry. And when we hungry, we eat. abiding by the North Carolina standards that Governor Roy Cooper has adhered to whereas we can only have two actually in a bedroom at one time or in an office at one time in this case um hello this is um Kent you're Kent right I'm Kent what's going on man hello hey how are you oh, oh, oh it's a wheel right <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we forgot how to do this thing. Uh, you know, the 65 or 70 people that actually listen to this episode, uh, we greatly appreciate you. We're freaking back. And it's taken a pandemic to take us out. But you know what? We're strong enough to fight through this thing and give you content because, damn it, content you deserve. Yeah, this is our first episode since we did the uh, parking lot episode after we whooped Duke's ass <laughs> yeah. in basketball I, uh, in February. I pulled up GarageBand, which is uh, you'll see our you'll see our new setup here very soon on Instagram at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Um, I pulled up uh, that was the latest episode that we recorded, and I, I didn't remember it. Not remember it because of a you know, tailgating situation, which is normally Kent's problem, but uh, because it was so long ago, and I remember winning that game, and then what happened so i'll i'll just kind of agree with uh ralphie here basically this has been the last six months in sports uh, but... <laughs> yeah we are no longer an r-rated podcast we are we are PG thirteen. We're here for the kids and uh, and your baby's mama's mama. So uh, yeah, so things have happened. There's a reason we haven't recorded. Uh, Kent has a beautiful family that we don't want to risk any type of COVID nineteen or coronavirus concerns with. So we, we kind of stayed away from each other. We've had a lot of uh, things going on in life as well, and and uh, and we always our, promised that we would never do it online. We always promised, for, if you go back and listen to episode one, probably, I don't, I'm not sure of that, but uh, you will see that we did promise to always do it in person because that chemistry's got to be there, and it ain't there when I can't, you know, mouth kiss Kent after a podcast. So, um, here we are, and uh, I hope everyone has stayed safe. Um, I hope no one has lost any loved ones or had any medical issues due to this pandemic. Uh, it is. It has been very, very awful for hundreds of thousands of people so we uh we definitely send our condolences that way and uh can't can't what are your thoughts on COVID-19 other than that, that you don't wear a mask I have my mask on right here in the house <laughs> <laughs> so um oh man it's been a tough one man it's just hopefully we can get out of this soon so we can get back to you know doing our own thing being normal again Absolutely. Um, if this is your first episode, we welcome you and we thank you. Um, if this is your first episode, I, I'm, I'm not just, sure. How, I'm not sure how you found this podcast, but damn it, thank you for listening this far. And good luck. You're, you're almost four minutes in, so congratulations. Um, if this is your 32nd episode, yes, ladies and gentlemen, 32nd episode, um, you are officially a day one, and we cannot thank you enough for tuning in. So I uh, can't. What can you ask of any listeners that are still with us at the four fifteen minute mark? Just make sure you, you give us a listen, you give us a subscribe on your iTunes or Spotify at Fire and Ice Pack Pod, and also follow us on our uh, Instagram and Twitter at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Yeah, the social media has also been on a bit of a uh, decline. We've been in quarantine on our social media. Guess what? As of tonight, or as of last Saturday, we've lifted that quarantine, baby. Yeah. So we're back. Our Twitter account is back, throwing out takes that no one wants to hear. And our Instagram is back for, you know, getting little to no followers and, uh, you know, memes that, that probably just don't hit. You know, I mean, Kent, Kent's, Kent tries, and I can't appreciate him enough for trying. And, and you know, that, that's where we're at. So 
we appreciate anything, and, and especially if you guys get a chance, uh, drop us a review in your Apple Podcast app or through Spotify. I, th- I think the majority majority of people are on the Apple Podcast side, so drop us a review. It greatly helps us out in the charts and uh, getting new listeners. So um, I got one question that everybody's been waiting for for six months, Kenny, and that is, what, what we drinking? This is a segment that we have. It's very creative. It's basically, we talk about what beer we're drinking. Um, so let's, let's start with you, Will, because you really went all out this one. Yeah, I did. I, uh, I did a lot of shopping, and I went to Total Wine and went through and made a six-pack of, you know, the best you know, fall seasonal beers and spent, you know, not to brag, about 12 bucks, but I ended up with... This guy, it's someone, some would say it's the champagne of beers. I would say it's just called Miller High Life. So, um, established in 1903 on New Year's Eve. Um, I'm going to give this a try. I've heard it's a tasty IPA with a sour mixed in. You're an idiot. Man, still tastes like ass. That's <laughs> a timeless tradition. Thank you, Miller Highlight, for being in my fridge for probably three months, and that's all I got. So, Kenny, what you got over there? You looks like you you actually did go to a Total Wine or some type of shop that sells a beer that doesn't taste like a, a monkey's ass. Yeah, I went to not that I've ever tasted a monkey's ass. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I got the Sweetwater Going Coastal IPA with pineapple and. Uh, Basically, have you gone coastal uh, during this pandemic? Uh, you mean to the beach? Yeah, typically the coast. Yeah, yeah. I have. I've gone okay. to the beach and the mountains. Very you know, nice. North Carolina and tried to them both up. Very nice. Uh, but no, I actually got this because we're heading to VT this week and uh, coastal division opponent. Very topical. Um, 6.1% out of Atlanta, Georgia. Let's give it a sip. We can't wait to hear your review. Very good. Wow. You don't taste the pineapple that much, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, pretty tasty little beverage there. Going Coastal IPA with pineapple from Sweetwater. Very nice. And I think yeah. both you and I had, have had a, a few beach trips during this pandemic. But did, would you say the beach trips that you made, you've seen people social distance pretty well? For the most part. Me too. And here's the thing with North Carolina beaches, I think we always do. Unless you're going to, ooh, I hate to throw out Carolina Beach, but Carolina Beach and Curie Beach... Yeah, not so much. We're kind of fat getting like sardines there, but um, the primary one that we hit up is Ocean Isle. Ocean Isle is, you're, I mean, you're already, you know, 15 feet away from everyone that are there. So I, I was very happy to not wear my mask out there. But yeah, when we were in Emerald Isles, the same way, everything was yeah, I was pretty far away from each other, so it was cool. That's awesome. I know you were saying that if you had to wear your mask on the sand, you just wouldn't go. So I just wanted to make sure you were good. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> um, so that's our intro. And uh, thanks for listening. You guys, have been a great podcast. Eight minutes. Thanks for your ears. But no, we have a segment coming up, and it is near and dear to everyone's heart. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. Do you know what movie is that from? I think it was from European Vacation. No, just the regular vacation. I appreciate that, though. So, uh, this is our catch-up segment. We kind of talk about what's been going on. Usually, it's in the past week because we're doing a a weekly podcast. Uh, And that, hopefully, hopefully, because I know the fans are thirsty for it, will be a weekly thing from here on out as long as, you know, God willing and COVID willing as far as that goes. So, um what has been going on, man? Like, this is literally the first time I've seen you since that, that Duke game. And we, we had some time to, uh, again, mouth kiss before the podcast and, and all that fun stuff. But, you know, I, 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 are we both at new domiciles? Yeah, we got a new house for, like, literally the week before uh, the pandemic officially, like, went into lockdown. Very good. And Which is nice. Are you uh, a Nightdale resident now? Is that I correct? I am a Nightdale resident. Very nice. Yeah, we're trying to live in every municipality in Wake County is our goal. Because you've been in, you've been Raleigh, Garner, and now Nightdale? And Wake Forest. Oh, and Wake Forest. How do I forget Wake Forest? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, you, uh, I guess just, Apex or Holly Springs is next. Yeah. <laughs> Peel back the curtain. I haven't got an invite over to the house, so I haven't seen it. But, uh, so you, you're happy with it? Looks yeah, like you awesome. have a, like a farm behind you? Or? Yeah. 
farm and a little pond and cows and stuff. It's, that's it's awesome. pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's looked really cool. And um and what about inside that house? How are the little ones? The twins, Parker, they're doing your awesome. wife. Yeah, everybody's know we've had out. some COVID scares inside the home and but we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Uh everybody's been tested at least once except for me. So <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Well, if they don't have it, then I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, in all sure. situations. Yeah, that's how it works. Like in all the situations, somebody had a, had a reason to get tested, and I haven't had a reason to get tested. Yeah, I'll do a sidebar there. Is that uh, I was having some respiratory issues. <laughs> this is probably not the best time to bring it up. <laughs> this is probably not the best time to bring it up. But uh, I've had some respiratory issues since uh, we've moved back in March, believe it or not, and. I finally went to, I did like three virtual doctor visits and they all did, told me three different things and they were all wrong. So I went to the doctor and I walked in and <clears throat> to my primary care and I walked in and did the paperwork on my phone or whatever and I get, I'm sitting in the chair and the doctor comes out he's like, uh, yeah, we're going to need you to go back to your car. I'm like, oh cool, what's up? She's like, uh, you haven't been COVID tested, right? And you're having respiratory problems. and. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, so they basically kicked me out of the doctor's office because I had not, never been COVID tested. So I get in the car and I do a curbside doctor's appointment. And uh, they ask me my symptoms. They I, they basically determine, hey, it can't be COVID because of what what's going on with me. And um, Did you get tested? No. Still? I thought they I was still going to get swabbed up. They didn't swab me up. But so, yeah, they kicked me out and. Had a curbside check in and everything is everything's all better now. So I got I got the right I got the right meds that weren't corona related. But yeah, yeah um, well, welcome guys. welcome to the the new spot as well. The island is no longer a thing. Yeah, we're at the hooch. Is that what we're calling it? I think it's the hooch. Uh, yeah, down down yonder in Chattahoochee. I'm not gonna play that song because it's licensed and this song is gonna, this podcast is gonna blow up and we're gonna Alan Jackson, whatever his royalties are. But <laughs> y'all have a new member of this household as well, right? Yeah, not a uh, not a human one, but um, a canine one. Um, six year old that still can't figure out the name for. But you met him tonight, and he uh, he was loving on you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Pretty chill. Yeah, so that's us. We're at the we're at the hooch. We got a new big screen uh, interface. You guys will see on IG maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. But uh, that's that's the update as far as that goes. Um, How's and we'll get into sports. Don't worry. But how's been? How's like working from home been? Are, are you are you fully not going back in the no, public I'm in not. the city of Raleigh? I'm eventually going back, uh, but we're still kind of doing the work from home for now, which is great. I've enjoyed it. I've got I've honestly gotten more work done in the last six months than probably got done in the previous year, which probably is terrible to say. <laughs> yeah, you've you told me that you find ways to uh, f off at work now that we're PG thirteen. Uh, where you don't do at home, which is great. Which, which I feel like when I'm at home, I'm going to find more ways to... No. <laughs> I've, actually, I've been really efficient. And That's awesome. a lot of stuff done. It's been awesome. I've enjoyed it. It's coming back. Uh, we're getting ready to go back in pretty soon. So, we'll see. How about yeah. you? You got you got to work from home life as well, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm home. I'm home. I, I used to be a uh, retail boy, and uh, I'm so glad to and so blessed to have an opportunity to just work from home. I'm I'm here all the time now. No, no gas. No uh, Chipotle or Chick Fil A purchases. Uh, just maybe a one week, once a week trip to cookout, and uh, that, that's about it. So yeah, it's saving a ton of money and, and enjoying not having to be in that retail atmosphere. So, uh, but while we've been home, the other big thing, other than you being an anti-masker, which we won't touch on again, I literally have a mask on right now. <laughs> Um, during this pandemic, what, have you picked up anything that's like different, any hobbies? I mean, everybody's I thought been, we were going to talk about hobbies later on. Yeah, well, we can, but I was, I was trying to get you to tell me about your, your number one, which was your Peloton life without a Peloton. So can, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I have the Peloton app. You can, you can, you can download the app and you can use it on any, like, any type of exercise bike or exercise treadmill or anything like that. So and you've got like that Nordic track in the garage. I have an right? old Nordic track in the yeah, garage. And which is I, tight. I Much better than mine. Uh, I put a TV up above it. Did you mount it yourself or do you have someone mount it? No, I mounted it myself. 
bought it not that's a that's a little sneaky flex I, I bought it on amazon for like 20 bucks and mounted it and now i do the peloton treadmill workouts and they're pretty awesome i've been running probably 40 to 50 miles a month for the last several months dude that's super impressive yeah i'm trying to get my um my physique back i'm back down to under 200 for the first time in since the twins were born which is 18 months so. Oof, man i need a i my last weigh-in was I think right around February I was at 205 so I, I don't know what the pandemic has done to me I feel like it's done bad things but we'll, we'll you know maybe yeah. next week we get out the scales and I'll bring the scales over bring bring yeah. the fucking scales I have the over. digital ones too so you don't have to like read the, the dial I don't know if you yeah I mean, I'm glad you bought a scale within the last 30 years that's awesome <laughs> congratulations to you uh, <laughs> um, no alright scale check and we'll do a weight test if you weigh if you weigh more than me, there's no way that's gonna happen. I'm six two though. What are you? You're like five eight. No, I'm like six. Soaking, you're five eight, soaking wet. You're like two inches taller than me, Will. Okay. Uh, all right. That's what you have. A, do you have a hobby that you want to throw in there since you brought it up? Um, man, that's tough. I I'd say, man, I've. I've watched too much TV, I've watched too many movies, and I've played too many video games. I've been an inside boy, but I've also uh, got a, got an Apple Watch uh, a year ago or so, or less than a year ago, and now I'm like, uh, that's got that obsession with closing your rings, man. You got to close those rings, so um, I know you don't have that because you're a trash Garmin boy, but uh, so yeah, just making sure you get in, you know, like three or four miles walking every day. If I run, my uh, my feet are shaped weird and they don't run right. So I just need to get the right shoes. Oh, I've got Ultra Boost though. Not the yeah, but you need to go like you need to go to like Fleet Feet and get them to fit you. And yeah, so I need to go to Fleet Feet. It's not a sponsor, but yeah, I got I do something like running because I have some really bad foot pains. But yeah, I've been trying to get out there and, and just be active. That's the biggest thing, man. I got so much, I got a lot of time to kill, like everybody. But um. Wow, 17 minutes in and we still haven't talked about NC State. Well, here that comes because we've got one voicemail to review our very first game of the season. We played the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, which is normally an effing thorn in our side. And let's just go and get this out of the way. We have a frequent, frequent caller to this podcast. Uh, Kent, you want to introduce him? Yeah, it's our boy Austin. Everybody will know him as soon as they hear his voice. Austin is going to give you his review of our very first football game during this bubble pandemic, COVID, corona life. And here it comes. No, I have a tendency to run long on these things, so I'm going to keep it short this time. 2020, hell of a year, but things are coming full circle. I'm engaged now. Wedding October 2nd, 2021. Coach Ruff is running with the pack now. Want some, get some. Um, love the way we were flying around with big dick energy out there on Saturday night. Thank <laughs> God we finally beat Wake. Uh, Hockman has improved. Still telegraphs passes. Running backs running wild like homeless men on cocaine. Keep up the good effort. Uh, looking for a 10-point win over VTech. They ain't going to have a full-strength team if we even play the game. But uh, a lot of optimism. Tim Beck deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. Go Pack, go America. Hope y'all fellas are doing great. Uh, good to be back on the pod. I'll jump on again soon. God bless. Brinkley out. He said Brinkley out? Yeah. Oh. Uh, awesome, man. I... I can't thank you enough for contributing a voicemail. Even every episode will most likely play you because the lack of content is sometimes kind of glaring. But um, we appreciate you. Hey, number one, congratulations, dude. Uh, congratulations on your engagement. But I, I'm not going to congratulate you or put you on the podcast anymore if we don't get invites to that way. And that's even me who doesn't even know you. I need that invite. Kent should get an invite, I'm sure. He has your phone number. But... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need that invite. Uh, you know, DM me for that uh, that mailing address. I need to be at that wedding because I, I really need to meet you. Um, 
And uh, Will, you sound like such a stalker here. It's weird. I no, I am. I want to be at that wedding. It's going to be a fun wedding. He sounds like a fun guy. I want to go to that wedding. Um, what do you think of his comments vis-a-vis Bailey vis-a-vis Dak? I just, I just want to say vis-a-vis. Yeah, I mean, it kind of brought up. I mean, first, I mean, we we beat Wake Forest. Yeah, which was great. I was uh, texting with you and my brother in our little fire and ice uh, chat or whatever it's called. Yes, in our little group chat. Uh, And uh, you both were pretty pessimistic about the game going into it. Well, that's me in every group chat that we have. Yeah, I was pretty much all optimism going into the game, which is, again, pretty much me in every form of life. So, I mean, that was really... (laughs) I don't know how much you could read into it, but um, I will say that exactly what happened what I said was going to happen with our offense happened that we were going to be dominant running football yeah I don't I don't disagree with that um, unbelievable Kent and I both will you know we're the least informative but most entertaining NC State podcast which we did not announce but that's usually part of our header there and Kent has Kent and I both have, have kind of soured on doing any sports watching slash research because we've been Dealing with life stuff slash, you well, know, why? Nothing's well, going on. I don't know if there's going to be a season. Yeah, I didn't. Like, up until the the, the the ball actually kicked off, I still didn't think we were going to play. I figured it was going to be like. I completely agree. I thought it was going to be like Florida State and whoever the hell they were supposed to play in the ACC tournament, and they get out, and then yep. they cancel the game. And cancel I was it. just like, I just figured that's that's some NC State shit right there that's going to happen to us. Couldn't agree more. And so I just couldn't really get into it a lot. And uh, probably about two weeks before the game, though, I really started to kind of follow and, and, and get going with. Yeah, that group chat ramped up. And you were throwing out things that are like, you're throwing out names that I'd never heard of. I'm like, uh, should I just like double tap and heart his text message to, no, to maybe make him think that he knows? But he knows me for, he knows known me for 35 years. He probably knows that I'm bullshitting him, so yeah. I'm not even going to reply. I'm just going to let him do his recruiting talk and his behind-the-scenes talk, and he's on these premium message boards, and, you know, let him think he knows what he's talking about because he probably does. Well, I mean, if, if, we, if we really wanted to do a, a really pre- premier catch-up, we would have talked a little bit about, you know, even before we get into the Wake Forest game, I, I thought Dorn had, like, the best offseason he could have possibly had given the scenario that we had last year. From a, a hiring standpoint with Beck, with Ruffin, with some of the other positional coaches that we had, um, you know, he did a complete overhaul of the staff and was still able to put together a pretty decent recruiting class for a 4-1 football team. It's like, during a pandemic with new with new coaches, I mean, I you gotta put your hats, t- tap your hats off to to Dorn and the staff for what they've been able to accomplish in a really short time. Yeah, I I agree. Um, the my question to you is <laughs> the hiring of Tim Beck. If it had been an absolute shit show this week, would you be saying that same thing? Like, oh, yeah, I would have well, said that anyway. I mean, I, okay, I, I think even I believe you. I, I think you gotta sure. give. Just considering the situation. In the situation, in, yeah. I mean, you got to give the, guy the benefit of the But for, for them to come, and just like Austin said, for uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I've never seen a homeless person on cocaine running, but maybe he has. Austin, probably. But um, to, for them to look like they did, yeah. I mean, that running game, the number one prediction you had in our private chats was that, that this running game is legit. You, you've heard good camp reports that – We've got three good backs. You know I'm a just you know I'm a I'm a Houston boy. Yeah, but he I mean, I know that you're a Houston boy. He's the third way, I know he's the third place back in this, but if that is your third place back, we're doing big things. And it showed that. Like he's gonna get put in for situations that uh, a second and eight or even a, a third and seven where he's gonna get you that first down because he's such a good pass catching back. So but to have Ricky, healthy, healthy Ricky person. Healthy. That guy's a different. He's a different player than even Bam Knight when he's healthy. I completely agree. And one, I know he was probably a low key, a little salty just from doing ninety nine yards versus a hundred. <laughs> he probably wanted that one hundred yard game. I, yeah. I would have. I was. I mean, a football player, but well, he should have just uh, ran the ball instead of the jump pass. He would have got that last yard. Yeah, most he likely. still got the same t- same amount of touchdowns. <laughs> most likely, but. I don't know if I'm a running back too. I kind of want that jump pass yeah. in my resume. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna show that to NFL scouts. Like, maybe you can use me as kind of multifunctional. So, 
Yeah, what do you think about um, what do you think about Bailey starting the game? Um, Were you worried? I've got it on a rundown that he was shocking, and I think it was for everybody. Now there are insiders out there that you know have much more of a following with the podcast that probably knew all this was happening. I didn't. I I, I tuned in just like everybody else, and I was kind of dumbfounded. I was, and it wasn't a dumbfounded like, oh, was Bailey starting uh, Devin Leary's the god? But it was just more of like. Damn, what happened? Like something made something must have happened that I haven't read upon because again I haven't been following as much. Now don't worry, I'm gonna be 100% on this state access. But um, what I, I guess you knew beforehand. You I didn't know. really know, but it made sense once it came out because. Um, and the only reason that I say it made sense is because Bailey and Little Finn have been getting all the buzz like the last week or two. Okay. In practice and sure. like the reports that were coming out. And I actually thought we'd see Bailey, but I didn't think it was going to be starting. Yeah. I thought we just were going to see him for a few drives and 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 go from that. But yeah, um, but no, but knowing that though, did you? Let's say you you had that internalized. Did you start to have PTSD from a season last year that let's you know let's cycle between three quarterbacks? I mean, did you? I mean, because because we did. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I didn't think we'd ever see Little Finn in there unless we're doing a blowout and yeah. somebody's hurt or anything. But understood. Um, but as far as just quarterback shuffling in general, like, did you? Did yeah, you I was that? a little nervous about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it, it helps to know that. I mean, unfortunate for for Leary, but like, I understand that if you can't go to practice for a couple weeks, then it's going to be pretty hard to get ready for that season opener. Yeah, um, I hate it for the guy because I mean, at this point, what are you going to do? You got to. You can't play. You got to play Hockman until he, then. He, until he does something that you can't play. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Just yeah, play but him at this point. I, I guess what is the, all right. So, and we'll we'll talk about Virginia Tech here, and I don't want to jump too far ahead. But what is that thing that you pulled him for? So he threw he threw a really you know that interception not ideal. Um, you could say it was a little bit on the receiver on that. Maybe there's a miscommunication. But also a hell of a play by the DB. It was. It was I, Honestly, I, it's way more DB than it was um, a failure at quarterback. But what is what is that breaking point for you? So let's, again, not trying to jump too far ahead, but what's, what's your breaking point? Let's say this game actually happens on Saturday. What's your breaking point where it's like, ah, all right, Bailey, it, it's been real. Like, is it, I mean, he, that pick six is a backbreaker, and he came back and showed he was resilient. But like, what is your breaking point if you're like, all right, well, pull his ass, bring in Leary? Uh, well, first of all, Leary has to be ready. If Leary's ready, he's got a lot of rope. Like yeah. he, I mean, he he does. Um, if I mean, if Leary's not ready, I mean, you just gotta let Hawkman kind of roll through. Of course, yeah, yeah, through some of that. But if Leary's ready, I think you got. You got to have Hawkman like play really bad and us be out of a game. Yeah. And and to that point, going back to Wake Forest because but not so far out of the game that we don't have a shot. Yeah. We're down two or three touchdowns because he's playing poor. Yeah, as a result of his play, sure. And as far as what Austin was saying, as far as him, you see that same thing that he sees in the field when you're watching him is as far as telegraphing passes and not being able to throw like a well, that's just more of me pitching this in as like not a great deep ball thrower. I don't give a shit about the deep ball. Okay, honestly, run the I fucking mean, ball. Yeah, that's all they need to do. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they're obviously going to play some defenses that they're going to have a harder time running to get running the ball. But saw with the play action that they did on Saturday night, man. If if you can establish the run, then Bailey's going to be fine. And the offensive line we haven't touched on, but they Oof. they were just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Which I knew again. I mean, that was something that a lot of people had said was going to be a strong suit moving in, given the, I mean, this, essentially all the starters back, you know. So I mean, you you knew that was going to happen. I, the the big thing to me though, like with the game, is like we're literally two plays away from just beating the absolute dog shit out of Wake Forest. Yeah, and what were the two plays? We had the uh, fumble. The fumble. Yeah. The fumble in our notes in. <laughs> I and if anyone's listening to this podcast ever, which hopefully you have, um, I I make game notes in our kind of rundown, and sometimes they may come in a very coherent form. Most of the time, not. But I put fumble. Let's see, three question marks, two exclamation points, um, and that was 
some bullshit. And, yeah. and again, I put right after that a makeup call for a DPI that um, your favorite announcer, Tim Hasselbeck, called out. Um, so we had a makeup call, you know, two or three series later that was for that. But that makeup call didn't really do much for the drive other than extend it. But yeah. the, the fumble that the fumble that was not a fumble was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that was crazy. I think we were up what twenty one nothing. Yes, and they were driving. We we make the stop, get the fumble. Um, it was obviously not called a fumble on the field. And I don't know <laughs> what happened. I like I don't know if they actually reviewed it or it was unreviewable. I'm not a hundred percent sure what happened, but they never really explained it. They like, did. They but they, that was took, also, they took your sweet time not reviewing it. Question well, mark. Doran called a timeout. I thought to get a review. But then you couldn't understand anything because the production value of the football game on ACC Network was, <laughs> was absolute, absolute trash. <laughs> yes, trash. That works better. It was absolute trash. Now. And uh, so I, I mean, that's that's one play because I mean, you stop them. They, they they end up going in and scoring a touchdown after that play, and it's yeah. twenty-one seven. And then the other big one is uh, I think we have a fourteen-point lead, and uh, Hawkman throws the pick six. So again, if we you know don't do that, you know. Drive down, just hand the ball off to Ricky Person and Bam Knight. Yeah, catch a field goal, whatever um, it may be. Yeah, I mean, not a big up, deal. You're up 17 instead of seven at worst. Or yeah, even even up 14 if you're just punting the ball down. But so I think um, I I'm not gonna pull up our text thread, but I, I I did. I think I threw a text out. I'm pulling After, up the text thread. That's fine. You give were me, completely like we were give up me those 21. Receipts. Give me you were those up. You were up. We were up 21 to nothing, at, and then I think we went into halftime 21 21 up. And you completely shitted on the team, and I think you went to sleep because you didn't text. All right, the rest so of here, the time. so here. Also, if you've heard this podcast and are a loyal listener, um, I can't deal with the stress that NC State causes me. So what I did at half is I said, I'm not watching any more of this game, and I'm cut. I'm do not disturbing my phone, and I'm not looking at Twitter. And I didn't know who won that game until I woke up on Sunday morning. No shit. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I, watched, I turned it to UFC, so UFC had a really good uh, card that was available. So I, I watched all of that, went to sleep, woke up, and the first thing I thought about was like, well, let me see what happened. And I saw that 45-42 score, and my day was all good. I watched the entire second half on uh, YouTube TV because I recorded it, and it was a beautiful thing. This is Will. That's, that's why you saw me go radio silent. This I, is Will. I've done that basketball game for you before, dude. Yeah, this is Will at 9.24 p.m. in a, in a, <laughs> in a uh, barrage of machine gun text. Uh, absolute embarrassment. Cancel this team and the season. Can't. I'm canceling the podcast. We are fucking trash. They don't deserve a podcast. Not at all. There's talent here. It's not the Big 12 life. Uh yeah, throw Leary in the second half. Bradley, bring Bradley Chubb back. Nate Irving, uh, James Smith Williams. Wake sucks. Wake forty two thirty five, and then that's when you went out. Hey, but can you all me, those in like a four minute time? Yeah, but can you give me credit? I got Wake's final score. You did get right. Wake's final score right. So congrats to that. <laughs> they, yeah. We just had ten more points than I predicted. So well, the second half was fun. Um, it was the it was next morning. Game. It was really fun the next morning. Yeah, I, I thought you were worried. What was your overall takeaway from the game? I mean, did I mean I, were you pleased? Were you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Um, Wake Forest has always been. I think we had lost three straight. Three straight. Yeah, three right. straight. Um, They're a pain in the ass. And we've already covered that. But having to open the season with them was a little better than having game eight with them, where they can just jack our season up like they did. What was that two years ago, Kenny? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That home loss. That we suffer to them, so getting them out of the way, I don't know, man. It's got to be some cobwebs that cleared from this team's brain, or at least Dave's Dorn, Dave Dorn's brain. It's like get over that weight comp. Um, but overall, you know, Bailey's not perfect. The running game's beautiful. I mean, as of right now, the offensive line looks great. The the running game is this is about as cliche as you're ever going to hear on this podcast because we don't know much about football. Is that the run game goes as far as what the offensive line is going to take them, and the offensive line looked great yeah, on did. Saturday night. So, um, I had my big question marks on defense, obviously because we blowing you know multiple fourteen point leads. Um, I think this is a, a a team that has got to get better. 
I was lamenting in our text thread about, you know, our lack of pressure on the QB. And I think the the big superstar that shined there was the transfer from Penn State, State. the graduate transfer. Yeah. Daniel Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Um, he's going to be a superstar. I mean, it, it looks like it. I mean, Wake Forest is not pretty good. that bad of a team, but he, uh, he had, I think he had two and a half sacks. Yeah, and they were all big. Yeah, so especially towards it, I think he had the one um, either third or fourth down that pretty much clinched. Uh, so getting that, like I believe in our kicking. I mean, you, you believe in our kicking? Yeah, both our kicker and our punter. So um, I actually don't think I, I'm not as worried about our defense. I don't think. I know you. You were talking about that. Tell me. Tell me a little bit more about that because that's uh, that's my sticking point. Like I, I know we kind of ran all over them, and Bailey had nice a, a few nice runs and a, a few nice passes. Um, I think the the last piece I'll touch on, I'll let you get on the defense, is that before they actually started to find the tight ends and the raw receivers, I that was one main thing I was I was talking to you about. I was like, this is great that we can run the ball, but we actually have talent at these positions. You know, having Carrie Angeline, Angeline, however you want to pronounce it, and the wide receivers Devin Carter and Ameka there, we didn't have CJ unfortunately. We weren't utilizing it at all, and right after I texted you that, we started to find them, and um, even, what is it, Dylan, give me your last name. Did he, I thought of Parham? No, Alden Reef. I don't remember him catching any balls. I know Parham caught a couple. Okay, but... Um, Parham was playing the F. He was, you're right. So having having those guys involved is going to be VV important, um, and we finally did, and we found Kerry... For a score, yeah, that was on a nice play action. It very much was. So, um, so yeah, I think we have weapons. Like, can we utilize those weapons? I think Tim Beck is the only person that's going to tell us that, and it yeah. looked like he can in, in week one. In week one of a pandemic and a practice shortened season, and what? So, what are your defense thoughts? My def- my defense. You know me. I'm, I'm thinking that we're just going to give up 42 points a game. Well, I think that our defense struggled especially early and they really struggled to get pressure on the quarterback whenever it was when Wake Forest was able to use the mesh. Yeah. When they were doing a slow mesh and you didn't know if they're gonna hand the ball off or pass it, uh they struggled to get pressure. But I think you saw towards the end of the game and, and Wake's gonna be the only team that we're gonna play that, that, that runs, runs that, that stupid offense. It's yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean they basically teed off on Hartman once they were in obvious passing situations yeah. at the end of the game. And, so I think I will give I will give this credit. Hartman made some really nice throws. When he, he needed it, some third down throws, yeah. dude, he made some great throws. It was more of his throw than what the catch was that the wide receiver had. Yeah, and so here's why I'm optimistic about the defense. Number one, I thought our secondary was better than they've been in years last night or Saturday night. They, fair. That's fair. They had tight coverage. They turned around and found the ball. I mean, I thought the, the secondary played. There played was no torchings, well. really. Yeah, yeah. They 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 kept the defense or they kept the receivers um, from from getting five yards on them and, and to the house. So I thought the, the secondary was much improved. Uh, the linebackers are just. Fantastic! You got Levy uh, Jones. Who can we talk us, about uh, is, Drake Thomas, Peyton Wilson? Can we talk about the German suplex that yeah. Peyton Wilson did? Yeah, that was that was pretty. Is, is he a Brock Lesnar fan or yeah. <laughs> or Nate Irving? Right? Or Nate? You even better call out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't know that was a penalty. Any, I mean, because I've seen it plenty of times and not be a penalty. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Apparently, that's a new rule from a few years ago. But then I also think, like, even when you look at a point score. Uh, 42 points that we gave up in the game. I mean, honestly, it should have been 28, hypothetically. Yeah. On I mean, the defense, anyway. I mean, you got Yeah, to, on the defense. It, I mean, we're, we're, I'm, I'm being a little the, bit tongue-in-cheek with the fumble, but... No, you the are. The pick six, for sure, was not the, the defense. The pick six... Ball. I don't think... The, hold on. I'm doing that... that I think meme. it counts. That's I the meme it where it's all you. the figures in front of, like, Joey Roberts' face. I want to say it may count against you in fantasy, depending on what league... Or what... Uh, what what league you're in, but um, yeah, you're right about that. Don't, definitely not don't even, defensive fault. Please don't talk about our fantasy league. Um, I am zero two. Well, I am too, and I, I need to. Markley. I need um, to. I need to do things. Everyone for, wants to know about that. Thanks for uh, vetoing my Saquon Barkley Barkley for Alvin Kamara trade. 
Oh, yeah. So I got sent this week. After Saquon said they had a torn ACL, I got a trade request. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm always up for trade because, you know, let's, let's, let's be mutually beneficial to each other. So I have Alvin Kamara was my first pick at number four. Um, so we wanted to trade a torn ACL Saquon Barkley for Alvin and healthy Alvin Kamara. Dynasty League. Yeah, so I vetoed it. I know everyone listening should be surprised about that because I should just get Saquon and, and take the L this in literal entire year. But, uh, yeah, I denied that shit. Yeah, so, Paul said he would have uh, vetoed it anyway. Yeah, uh, but anyway, the um, but overall, 45-42, take the W, move on the week two. Uh, week two, it's Virginia Tech. So this game was supposed to happen. Oh, wow. God. Yeah, it was this COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So we're supposedly supposed to be 8 o'clock. It's supposed to be 8 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So another night kick at um, the Inner Sandman Stadium, or the fuck they call it. Um, I will say that I got on their forums and. Oh, we're bringing back the forums? We're bringing back the forums. And actually, one year ago, I have a. No, that was two years. One year ago, we were trying to recreate our podcast photo at the football game. Um, so apparently, have a few users on their forums. Um, so apparently, they're having a lot of issues in Blacksburg regarding the contact tracing and who is tested positive and negative for COVID. So I have DEU44444, which is, man, I, I can't commend you enough for your originality on your fucking username, but, um, ouch. So VT has two more test results to get through, crossing fingers and legs. I hope state is better, B-E-T-E-R, about A-B-U-T, their health. Whew. What does that even mean, and why are we talking about that? I, I don't know. Um, and then, this is VT Scoots Forum. <laughs> Back to the game Saturday. If we have to cancel it again, doesn't bode well for the rest of the season. I know VT is following guidelines, but the other teams seem like they're doing dick. This is, again, quotes. I'm, I'm sorry, we're a PG-13 podcast. They're doing dick regarding COVID testing, which I'm not sure is accurate, but, you know, Hokey2279 says that because, again, another... Very original uh, username. That's probably true. And the reply to that was the Virginia Tech Sideline Podcast, which, you know, we, we, we respect that podcast probably, just said as of right now, it's about a 70 to 80% chance that we will play Saturday. And you know what? That's about as easy as saying it's a 40 to 50% chance of playing. Yeah. There's a 70 80% chance of And the last one I really love, this is from Saturn V. There's just something wrong with most of the people in North Carolina. NCSU isn't even able to operate their campus because of COVID. They are 100% online. The UNC guys were the same way. Talking trash about 20 VT football players going into quarantine when their entire university had to be moved online. Like the whole state is a case study in the dangers of eating lead-based paint. But yeah, COVID'sburg. Clever. So I'm trying to figure out, and this is just an honest question, if we are 100% online, and so is UNC, and, you know, fuck Carolina, but they have at least gone online, um, how are we in the wrong for going 100% online when Virginia Tech is in danger of missing this entire week because 20 players are in quarantine? you got to... You gotta think that that's the opposite mindset. Yeah, it's it's like, but we call it some random NCSU fan on Twitter call it Covidsburg <laughs> instead of Blacksburg, and now because we've put in measures to make us 100 percent line, we're the bad guys. Uh, what? That seems crazy to me. Anyway, that's that's my forums. If you those were get not a, those were not what I was hoping. I I was hoping for more of like. Uh, their, you know, shitty four and eight football team coming into Blacksburg. No, I, I deleted a couple more that were like, yeah, just can't wait until we can get back into actual football without having to worry about politics or COVID. I just want to play football. And I deleted a couple of those, but yeah, they, I mean, that was the dumbest ones that I read. But well, I'm actually pretty optimistic about this football game if it happens. I am too. I think number one, 
you don't know what kind of full deck of players that they're going to have. From their forums, I'm reading that they're going to they're going to be missing quite a few starters, and yeah. that's you know that's their forums, which I wanted to beat my head into the a concrete wall I'm reading, but I, I did it for you guys, for the yeah. fans. The other thing with like, uh, if we're going to get cliche, they always say that you uh, improve the most from week one to week two. They haven't had a week one. They haven't yet. had a week one. Um, we have gotten a little bit of our uh, offense on tape now, so that we mm-hmm. can see what what the defense is, uh, what the defense can do against our offense. But I'm really optimistic. I, the line started, I think, as as big as ten, eleven. I think it was eleven. Spots. I think it started at eleven. It's, at, it's at seven last time I saw. Mm-hmm. So it's moved mm-hmm. quite a bit our way. Um, I I think state wins by ten. Ooh, that's a spicy take. Yeah. Um. What's your score prediction, though? I know um, it's 10. Yeah, I'll go like 31-21. I don't think okay. we score 40 points again. I think no, it's like a 31-21 type of game. Okay. Um, I mean, I think their, their quarterback is good if he actually gets to play. They actually have two quarterbacks, apparently, they're going to play. Hendon, uh, who was the guy, Hendon uh, Hooker or something like that. And uh, they got a transfer, and I think they're supposed to play both of them. But then, what about dude Tyrod Taylor is going to be scary though? Yeah, Tyrod Taylor is no longer on that team. What if they put in Vic though? Like we're fucked. Yeah, I would agree. Our, our defense can't. Like, Even probably, with forty year old yeah, Vic, I was about to say, he's like forty five years old. <laughs> Even with forty year old Vic, yeah. we're done for. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If this game's going to happen. I, I I got too deep into the Virginia Tech forums, and everybody thinks that this game is going to get canceled and uh, so I'm going to say it will not get canceled just for optimistic purposes because I try to get optimistic vibes from uh, my man Kenneth here so I'd say oof, 30 28 weird 24 score bad guys nah I don't think I'm That's not worried what, about. I'm not worried about Virginia Tech. They are ranked, but I think we have the. Op, I, I think I'm not. Yeah, I'm not worried. Circumstantially, about, I'm not worried about rankings. Like from the given the circumstances, I like I like NC State this week. I might well, what not about, have liked NC State in the opener, and I might not have liked NC State if we were playing Virginia Tech three or four weeks from now. But what like about the season week. itself? Can we get down to the actual season? Because everybody has been hitting us up. Yeah. What are your Predictions for the actual season. Let's look at the record. Let's break down hey. the games in a very short format because no one wants to hear us talk over an hour. And let's let, let's actually give us a, a prediction for the season. All right. Before we get into that, uh, Austin asked if we got the voicemail, and I said, "Yeah, it was about fifteen to twenty minutes in." He wants to know if it'll be on the radio in the morning. Uh, yeah, it will be on the radio if your radio is iTunes or Spotify, and you press play on a podcast. Thank you, Austin. Yep. We love you. Send me that invite to that wedding. Um, get off your phone. Pull I'm up the pull schedule. Pull up the schedule. Pull up the schedule. I had it on here. Pull up the damn schedule. I moved it off somewhere. All right, so we started 1-0. and That is correct. We are 1-0. and um, So it'll be interesting to see kind of how how it looks for us to, 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 pull the whole, to pull the whole season out now that we've seen a week. Because um, I was probably going to pick us at like an eight-win football team last week. Oh, can I ask you a question before we do this? You told me that we are allowing people other than the parents in the stands. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, the governor made the announcement yesterday that we can have 7% of the um, capacity in there. What's 7% of the capacity? Like 4,300. Are you going to be attending? Uh, I'm going to guess that those tickets are going to go for, depending on who they play, I I don't think that I'm going to be about that life. I was probably probably spending 150 to 200 bucks a seat. I don't know. They haven't announced like any of the specifics about it yet. They just said that um, they're going to try to get that implemented by the October games because we don't have another home game for a while. So the other rumor that I read about you online is that you didn't buy a cardboard cutout for the game. No, I didn't think it was worth it because I watched Carolina's game the first week. Well, here's the reason I read the rumor is that the rumor was saying that you didn't want to – buy a cardboard cutout because you didn't want to wear a mask in your cardboard cutout. Why do you keep going to the mask? I <laughs> literally have one on right now. Yeah. I'm going to put it over my face. 
All right, let's do the let's do this prediction stuff for the season. Uh, so you said Virginia Tech uh, wins, right? Yes, we so take you, a, we we take an L. It's one and one. So you have one and one. I have two and zero. Yeah. All right, then we play at Pitt, number one twenty, number twenty one team in the country. They have been balling out on offense against shitty teams. Um, is it at Pitt? At Pitt. Do you have offense? I don't know. They they're they're one of those schools that it doesn't really affect because they don't have fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me take a W. I like that. You think well, we beat Pitt? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that we lose to Pitt. So you we're both at two and one here. Okay. Uh, at Virginia. Um, they still have Bryce Harris. Bryce Perkins, nah. Bryce Perkins. Uh, it's a W. Yeah, I would agree. Three and one. Duke and Carter Finley Stadium. Dub. Yeah, four and one. At Carolina, number eleven team in the country. L. I would say you're right. Four and two. I don't think Carolina's that good though. As number, I don't think they're, they're not the a number le- eleven. They're not really good. Uh, Miami, who I think is better than the number twelve team in the country. Agreed. Uh, uh, and Carter Finley Stadium. Doesn't really matter. Uh, L. Yeah, so we're both we're at four and three. Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State and Carter Finley Stadium. Dub. Dub. I agree. Five and three. Liberty. L. Kidding. W. All right, six and three. Syracuse in New. Well, that doesn't matter either. But it's in New York. Um, weird L. No, Syracuse is trash. I know they're trash, but weird L. Uh, so you're six and four. I'm seven and three. It's gonna happen. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Georgia Tech and Raleigh. Weird L. So what are you at? Six and six. Uh, that's impossible. You must be at six and five. Oh, we got one more after this. No, there's only eleven games. Oh, tight. Uh, um, six and five. So I would say that we beat Georgia Tech and go eight and three. Okay. And you're criminally insane. No, it's strictly because we have the shittiest schedule. No, we ever. have a wonderful schedule. <laughs> All our schedule, but I think bad games are gonna happen. Bad games are gonna happen, but like, so if you look at our schedule, are you saying that five game bad games aren't gonna happen? Is what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. No, I, I respect your opinion, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, we play. I th- we we really really f- were fortunate in the scheduling. We play yeah. we don't play Clemson or Carolina. I mean Clemson or Notre Dame. Yeah, the top well, Notre Dame apparently the entire or team Louisville. has COVID. Yeah, or Louisville. That's a that's a scary one. Even though they got they got murdered, well, kind of murdered by Miami. But um, I think Miami is pretty damn good. Um, they just need to get rid of Mark Rick apparently. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's our season predictions. Um, so, gun to your head, who do you want to be your quarterback? That was on the rundown. I put I put that on the rundown. <laughs> Man. Who do you want to be the quarterback week five going into Chapel Hill or week six, whenever that is? Nah, that's a great question. Um, and I can't bring back any former quarterbacks, right? It's actually yeah. somebody on the roster. Yeah, because I would say that I want Russell fucking Wilson right now. I think I'd, I think I go Russ because yeah. he is balling. He is, yeah, in the NFL. Um, man, I've always been day one Devin to God Leary. Uh, Brandon Crockett can attest to that. Um, but I need to see it. Like I need to see it with a new offensive coordinator. I. I understand he's been out and like a little, little contact tracing issue, but if Bailey can provide more flexibility with his legs, which I don't think Leary can. Leary can. Mm. I would argue Leary's a better runner than Hockman. I haven't seen that 100% in games, but um, I'd say I trust Leary throwing the ball more, even though his stats may not reflect that, but I don't know, man. Um, I'd, I'd still say Leary. I still got to ride with the God. But Bailey looked damn good. But Bailey, Bailey just looked good against a really fucked up Wake Forest defense. I mean, yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. They're front. I mean, they got, they've got a couple they got a couple studs on there. But I don't know. How about you? Gun to your head. For the Carolina game? Yeah. Five uh, games in, six games in, whatever Leary. it is. Leary? Yeah. I think we're on the same page. I think his ceiling is higher. And I, I agree. I, I want, but I want if, a higher ceiling. But if... Do you, who if do you we, think has a lower floor, though? 
I mean, I watched both of them have a pretty low floor last year. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I'm just, I was, I was trying to get an answer out of you, and I, I didn't get one. But I hope, I hope that Hawkman's the quarterback when we go into Carolina. I think Leary's, like you said, has got the bigger, he's got the higher ceiling. But I hope Hawkman is the quarterback when we go to Carolina because you want him comfortable in the offense. No, because that means we're probably five and or whatever and because we don't play anybody but Pitt before then. I would choose you on that too. Hope that came through in the audio. Yeah. All right, so I guess it's our uh, time for everybody's favorite segment, right? Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Hang on. Six pack. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Kent, what's a six pack about for those new listeners? Uh, they're the two new listeners we have. Can you explain that? Yeah, it's just a simple topic, and we pick our top six things that we'd add to the, to the six pack. Yeah, so we thought it was only appropriate. Uh, we kind of touched on some maybe some hobbies that we had got on, and everybody really wants to know about our personal lives. Hobby, uh, hobby slash TV. Hobbies slash TV shows slash movies that we've got on during this six month six month pandemic. Uh, Kenny, I'll start with you, brother. I'll start with my my go to TV show over COVID has been Triple G. Ooh, guys, grocery games. I'm a bigger uh, triple D guy. Triple D is good. They sometimes have the triple our... D's on the triple G show. Ooh, <laughs> a little crossover. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of our Friday night tradition, which is really sad, and I'm washed up because of that. Because all Friday night on Food Network is just triple D, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's just viewing that you put on the background while you're cooking or hanging out, whatever it may be. So. But I, I, I don't hate that at all. You yeah. said I was going to shit on that, but I'm a, I, I like Triple G. For it's those a, of you, it's a new version of Supermarket Sweep. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what Triple G is, it's Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network. Guy Fieri. It is absolutely fantastic. YouTube it's, TV has every season. There's 24 of them. So it's, it's pretty a, elect. Maybe there's 24 seasons of Triple D's. No, I think Triple G probably has like six seasons. You would think so, but go on, go on to YouTube TV and look, search for it. There's 24 seasons of it in six years. That seems <laughs> unbelievable. Again, doing that meme with Julie Roberts and all the figures in front of her face, or she looks like Julie Roberts. Um, that's cool. You know what I jumped into the pandemic that, and I was two seasons behind. And tell me you have seen this. If not. This is my number one show I'm going to recommend you is Atlanta with Donald Glover. Not seen it. What channel is that on? FX. So you got to have Hulu. I got Hulu. Uh, so throw on, just type in Atlanta. It's Donald Glover and a bunch is of Donald other... Donald Glover the same guy that's Childish Gambino? Yeah. Also Childish Gambino. Also the dude from Community if yeah. you're a Community guy. But um, amazing. I had slept on it for way too long and I was like, and I've been told it was great and Atlanta is it's season three is being filmed now, I think, even with COVID. So uh, that is my number one recommendation. If you haven't watched it, it's amazing. It's about him uh, coming up as a producer in the Atlanta area and for a rapper. And it is very real and very funny, and uh, it's a lot of heart in it. It's, it's awesome. So highly recommend. That's cool, man. I'll go a hobby here, and um, I'll uh... – I'll say I do a lot of woodworking. I've done a lot of woodworking over the COVID, and it's been fun. So they called you woodworker in college, though. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. <laughs> um, so yeah, have you ever have you ever like done anything with wood, made wood projects or anything? Yeah, I think you're asking me that because you know I haven't ever done anything that I've uh, built anything with my hands in my entire life. But but no. It, it seems very satisfying. It seems very cool, but absolutely not, man. 30, 36 years in, no. no I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. Yeah, man. I built us a kitchen table. Beautiful. I, a, I just did some uh, floating shelves for our living room, and then I did a like nine by nine. Um, I guess the best way to describe it is a baby enclosure. Okay. On the pier at, at the lake. Ooh. So Very like, nice. you know, they can, they have like a pool in there and a little play table and stuff like that. So Are you using a, just so I can show the listeners how much I know about home improvement and handyman stuff, are you using a circular saw? Well, I have a bunch of saws and stuff. How about a miter saw? I do have a miter saw. What about a table saw? I do not have a table saw. What about a hand saw? 
I don't know why you'd want to use a handsaw. Oh, uh, and I'm out of saws. <laughs> that's that's uh, saw is a, also a movie, but yeah, that's impressive, dude. Yeah, like, it's pretty good. That's that's, uh, I would never poop on you for that. I I wish I have you a would, really beautiful. I wish you would work on my wood if you, after we mouth kiss. Sorry. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> um. So it's my turn. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so during the pandemic, one of my crowning achievements is I rewatched Boy Meets World. <laughs> Why? <laughs> From episode one to episode name whatever it ends at. I think there's like seven seasons. And, uh, man, I enjoyed every minute of it. I grew up with that show, and I got Disney Plus, free from Verizon, shouts to Verizon. So, all, oh. every, every season is available. So, uh, it's a great background show. You don't have to pay attention to it. It's something... You don't need plot points like a Game of Thrones, which you've never seen with your trash. Um, but you don't need plot points. It's just it's Corey Topanga, Sean, and you know. Holly told me that one of them's a porn star now. Uh, the oh wow, it's Holly. Ooh. She told me that was, she was sitting on the couch and was like, "Did you know this person from Boy Meets World is a porn star?" Yep. So the redhead from the college years is apparently involved in the uh, the sex industry, which I I don't dabble in, but. Um, I did read that rumor on the internet uh, via Holly. Holly sent me that same link. So, yeah. But uh, I, I rewatched that entire thing. Same thing with Are You, Are you Afraid of the Dark? That's not going to be one of my other ones, but I uh, rewatched the entire Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's just nostalgia, man. It's kind of go back to my kid days and find laughter and positivity in this negative time. Yeah. What's your third one? And then I'm going to go a hobby again. Ooh. And it's not working with wood. What is it? Uh, it's more more so working with like meat. <clears throat> so working with meat, working and woodworking. Um, in the pandemic, so you've you been uh, like you've been you've been grilling some shit. I've up? been grilling a lot of shit. Anything it, and and so I've, I've spent a lot of money on this. Not a lot, but enough. Um, so I bought like this pretty badass tailgating combo, but also put it on my patio yeah so well, i'm glad like, we're, we've been able to put it to use this yeah year. it's a flat top grill and uh, like grill comp like a, a, a gas grill combo nice and so the flat top like i did hibachi on it this week it was awesome <laughs> um it was better than conky or anywhere you're gonna find around here hands down <laughs> i even did the uh the the, fl- fl- the volcano flame it was it was pretty great um, wait can you do the <laughs> can you do the the onion. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, tight, tight, tight. And then um, I've been grilling pizzas. That I need to get into. So I, I'm, I'm a gas. I'm a gas. I don't boy, do it so on the gonna, gas. So I do it on the Weber charcoal. You're gonna shit usually. on me for being a gas boy. And I've grown up a gas boy. Woody Leggett taught me to be a gas well, boy. See, now I have a gas. One. I have a gas, a flat top, and a and a charcoal now. I understand the charcoal aspect of it, but have you done a gas pizza and noticed like, uh, this isn't what I want it to taste like? Uh, no, the gas pizzas are good too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I did a gas pizza tonight actually. It was a taco pizza that had sweet potatoes and black beans and like a Mexican cheese on it with a cilantro olive oil. Cojita? Cojita? It was really good. Cojita cheese? Uh, yeah, like the kind of like a Parmesan type mix up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Kind of sharp. Yeah, all you do is you take a, uh, you go and bag like, you buy a bag of the um, pre-made pizza dough. Yeah. And then you just roll it out on yourself. You could put a little flour on it and stick it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Ken has also notified me that he has just found out about The Office. So yeah. he is. That's a really good show. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's called The Office. It's got um got a couple actors in it. Um, you might have heard seen a, a gif or a meme about it. It's it's pretty good. But um, my big one has been uh, have you heard of Ninety Day Fiance? Nah. <laughs> uh, so Ninety Day Fiance is where someone, some American sap, gets involved with someone outside of. North America, and they have 90 days to bring him back to America and marry them. And if they don't, uh, they won't get their green card, basically. So, honestly, I've, I've researched it. It's like the most... every Our whole audience... Is this should, a TV show? It's a TV show on TLC. So, there's, there's, there's about eight seasons of it, and it is 
I, I guarantee you your wife has heard of this, but it is uh, such trash TV that we have been into, and I can't get enough of it. There's a 90 Days fiancé. There's one that's like exams them after they get married. There's one before they get married. Dude, the content is endless. I highly recommend it if you're into trash TV. So, that's my last one. Um, we're at the hour mark. Kenny, what final thoughts do you have? I, I just want to tell you that I, I'm so happy to see you, and I hope I see you next week with a game review and a game preview. Absolutely, dude. It's been a blast, and I'm just, I'm just pumped about this little bit of optimism that I got from the Wake Forest game. You look like fucking Justin Herbert. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what Justin Herbert looks like. From the Chargers? Yeah. I, the Oregon QB? Yeah, but I don't know what it looks like. He's got those wings on his ears like your hair did. I mean, you're looking sexy. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to mouth kiss you very soon. but um, No, I haven't shaved my beard or um, my hair. I got a haircut since April. What do you think about that Kanye art? Kanye art's dope. Kind of like, yeah. like a college dorm room or no? Um, not really. <laughs> Just say yes. I don't really think so, but it's cool. All right. Yeah. Well. Cool. What is this one? That's uh so that's an alternate cover for um Wow, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Hmm. Yeah, the real one was it didn't make that cover for some reason, but you've never seen that cover for that album? I have not. Oh gotcha. Alright. Well everybody's very interested in this artwork that we're talking about. So guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you all. And um guys stay safe, wear your mask. Don't be like Kent. We love you. Kent, do you have any other thoughts? Stay hungry, y'all.